guess they opted to do it. Well, welcome to Nerdables. This episode, we discuss WandaVision Episode 3. The villagers are upset with Kenobi, Skywalker family biography. The Muppet Show returns. Marvel's Alien has been revealed. Batman the Animated Series gets a sequel. And what's going on with Comic-Con? I think I've heard this one. If he doesn't turn on anybody else's mic, he doesn't care. Exactly. He doesn't turn on his mic. It's like, guys, let's do it over. Exactly. You should have told us what you were doing. I could have done this then. Take two. <laughs> Welcome to Nerdables. I'm R.A. Joining me are Chris, Mikey, and Ethan. Sorry I cut you off, Mikey. Who <laughs> I figured we needed to get started again. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> so, uh, That's the most Mikey was ever going to say. You should I just know. record him anyway. <laughs> Mikey talk had about all, the, all the notes and everything. He just, like, <laughs> he just it, threw them away. It was the, the first time that he's... Took over the show. No, just, show. just record us talking about Black Series figures because those shows go really well. Uh, so, WandaVision episode three. If you haven't watched it yet, wait to listen to the beginning of this episode. Or listen to the 20 minutes we recorded before that's gone to the ether. Okay, so WandaVision episode three takes us to the 70s of sitcom television. We get an opening that's very Partridge Family and uh, Brady Bunch. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen those shows, there's something wrong with you as an American because everyone else in the world sees them. I don't think there's anything wrong with you as an American. It's just the fact that you watch those shows and go, these are kind of dumb now. <laughs> yep. I don't know. Well, oh, yeah, I, well, I love the Partridge Family. The as Partridge a kid. Family was great, dude. I had that record for God's sakes. It's it's that uh, thing with when you go back and you watch shows that you watched as a kid, and you're like, oh, I really enjoyed this as a kid. Let me watch it now, and you watch it, and you're like. It's not as funny. But see, the Partridge, Partridge Family, family I can still do. The Brady Bunch, I never really liked the Brady Bunch that much. It, no. just, it was always weird to me. The Partridge Family, that wasn't a standard, quote-unquote, four-camera sitcom. Yeah, that was because they're literally on tour half the time. Yeah. And then, and then towards the end where you're like, oh, yeah, that's when that guy became an actual recording star. I didn't want to do the show anymore. Right. <laughs> Danny Bonaducci. And then he ended up. No, it wasn't Danny Bonaducci. No. It was the oldest kid. Yes, yeah. the older kid. Yes. Because um, that, was, that was the record my brother had. And then I bought my own. But Danny Bonaducci ended up just in Bonaducci. Celebrity (laughs) fighting. (laughs) Did he he fight Screech in celebrity boxing? I think so. And lost to Screech? Screech Screech fought Horshack, didn't he? Yes. He fought Horshack. No, remember Danny Bonaducci when he he came back? He came back. Oh, he might have fought Peter. Because that was. When he saw him and whatever hell he was doing, and he found out he was ripped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's the that's the great joke <laughs> in the Beavis and Butthead, where they're like, you can beat up anybody on TV. Except, like, Danny Bonaducci. <laughs> I don't know, but Bonaducci's pretty big now. <laughs> you see him? He's, like, really ripped. Bonaducci was the morning... He was a morning radio Morning host, radio jock out here. Yep. And he had a syndicated show. Yeah. And he, it was a lot of it was... He was one of those first poster children for... Uh, child stars that went off the rails. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you had all the stories with Drew Barrymore as a film star, but he was like, as a star, as a TV star, before that show ended. Yeah. When he was still a kid, he was drinking and well, he was he, doing he did drugs. Celebrity, whatever the celebrity yeah, house, some living house, yeah. or whatever. I can't remember what the hell it was. Well, he also uh, did the, that the, the one with um, Todd Bridges and. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it was, uh, um, oh my goodness gracious. Flavor, flavor. It was Flavor Flav in. Was it Bridget Nielsen or Bridget whatever? Nielsen, yeah, Bridget Nielsen. <laughs> a relationship for God's sake. Yep. Vince oh. Neal was in there at one point. Uh, uh, Nell Ice was in it, wasn't he? Vanell yeah. Ice was in there. That was the one with Vern Troy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he took a leak. 
in the corner. I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. I mean, not to speak ill of the dead, but that was when I remember was watching that. We found that clip where he's just like, I'm all right. I'm all right. Because he was drunk and he like fell yeah. off his little scooter. Was that on Talk Soup? I think so. Yeah. so was, the one right, with right, the one right, with Todd right. Bridges and Danny Bonaducci. Todd Bridges. They house. they had to go work in a like a Johnny Rockets or something for a little bit, wow. and they brought in yeah they brought in Gary Coleman to manage them. <laughs> Speaking of Mad Libs, <laughs> uh, no. Gary Coleman got pissed off and walked off the show because they they kept trying to get him to say what you talking about, Willis, because yeah. they had Todd Bridges there. Gary he, Coleman's like, this is my job, okay. <laughs> Yeah. I, I have to work here on a daily basis. <laughs> they didn't bring in Gary Coleman. He happened to be the manager of that Johnny Rocket. <laughs> but he was just, you know, they kept trying to get him to do it and do it. And finally, and Danny Bonaducci tried to get him, you know, and it just, it was like, uh, well, he ended up doing a, one of those VH1 like review shows too. Donnie, right? Yeah. Like, you know, it was not, not like pop-up video, oh, but it was like yeah, those yeah, yeah. clip shows. Yeah, it was like, it was same idea as pop-up but video. you know what he didn't do? The review shows. One division. Oh no, he's in it. He's totally in. Oh, it. that you would be. See, like, that'd be great. He's if, gonna be Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> that would be greatest if they had these guys pop in and out of it. You know. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> How <laughs> awesome would it be to just be watching that show and take you right out of it? And you're like, but I don't. <laughs> it's just his hair. That's the only thing yeah. that's in color. Like <laughs> if he would have been, uh, if he'd have been freckles. a neighbor standing there or something, or walked no. past or something. No. <laughs> he's the one no. that comes out of the sewers and goes, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, WandaVision took us into, you know, their, I mean, their backyard was literally the Brady Branch's backyard with the wood fence and the... Bunch. What did I say? Neither of you. All you keep saying brunch. I didn't say brunch. Yes, you did. You just said brunch, and he said brunch in the, the show that never was. <laughs> the backyard was literally They're out always of out to Brady brunch in those shows. Bunch with the, the wood fence and the... the uh, the swing set and everything. Oh, damn it. They're going to do freaking home improvement, aren't they? <laughs> uh, they could. Yeah. No, gonna I'm be, telling one you. of the neighbors are going to be Wilson, where no, you just see Grim, the eyes. The Grim the Reaper is going to be Wilson. Look, um, Full House was an ABC show. They have to end with Full House. Or Elizabeth Olsen can say, no, they don't. No, even do though not do this. They, 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 they could, could have, have suggested said that. They, it and yeah. said. Just because it's an ABC show doesn't mean it's a Disney show. That's right. true. I mean, that is very true that they, they may have House said. House was on Netflix. They may have said yeah. it was too much or too, too meta. Kimmy shows up. <laughs> 90s, Boy Meets World. Or just imagine getting uh, oh, no. Kimmy and uh, Urkel. Family Matters. Step by step. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Yeah, that's another big family show so, that they could do. So by yeah. then, Billy and Tommy are grown up. So Tommy lives in the van in the back. Down by the river. <laughs> I was about to say, live in a van. Down when by the river. Batwoman, Batwoman oh, premiered. They should do uh, My and Two Dads. My Two Dads? Do My Two Dads, Empty Nest. My Two Dads, they, they the lived in a flat, like, like a, a big. Uh, in an apartment building. No, but it was a big flat or something, like a big loft. Yeah, they were in an apartment building. It yeah, was, it was but a, it was more it was industrial. Story. It was a two-story because the bar was on the bottom. It's still one of my favorite things ever. The Dick Butkus one where he was talking about... <laughs> my, uncle, my uncle used to go at every one of my games, and he would have a sign that said, Go Ed. It's usually spelled wrong, but at least he was there. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, everyone in his family was dumb. That was... Uh, was that John Snyder and... No, it wasn't John Snyder. It was... Uh, what's his name from uh, BJ and the Bear? <laughs> And um, yes, BJ and uh, what's his name from uh, Mad About Us? <laughs> Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser. Mad about you. Yeah. 
Mad about you, yes. They were kind of mad about themselves. <laughs> uh, yes. It was yeah. Paul Reiser and the kid who looked a lot a, like oh, Bo Duke. Seinfeld. 90s. No, oh, there's no family necessarily. Just, but. No, one of the neighbors just comes up to one and goes, this isn't about anything. <laughs> you do friends. I mean, they end up in the oh, God, no. Central Park. <laughs> Only a vision destroys it. <laughs> like <laughs> a vision just takes that laser that comes out of his, out of his head. And when they start getting into the fighting, they throw him through a, a coffee, Ross? you know, a coffee house. <laughs> there's the orange couch. Like, Ross, I can't believe it. <laughs> oh, um, mm, mm. So the show... We Let's see that about Wanda things. is pregnant, and it opens with a very misogynistic doctor yeah. <laughs> who's basically just telling her, "Just you know, you do nothing. <laughs> you women, you know, we have to make things simpler for them. So we're going to tell you that your child is the size of a pear right now. <laughs> we have to compare your children to size of fruit to, to make fruit. it easier for you to understand. Because <laughs> you're stupid. Oh wait." But you know, but th- that's kind yeah. of what those shows were. You know, up until you get to a certain point, yeah. the the woman was at the house not doing anything, and, yes, and part of part of the joke was that they didn't know what they did. And then all of a sudden, in the late eighties, they flipped the script. No, when you get to the nineties, it's the fact that uh, it's what I always call the dumb dad syndrome. Yes, where all the men are completely stupid. But that was the late eighties because Married with Children started in late eighties, and so did Simpsons. Married with Children doesn't have that at all. She's always uh, wrong. No, but they end up. She is stupid. The whole family's yes, dumb. Yeah, they're yes, all, they're she's all stupid, terrible. But Al he's ends up being a, an idiot half the time. But Al's the but only one that knows what he's doing. But it fits into sure. that whole story. Think, though, too. think of this way: think of Home Improvement, as I, that I just said. Yes. he's never right. His yes. wife is always right. That's no true. matter what, and she's never allowed to be seen in a it's light. Kind of like our wrong. dynamic. It's um. <laughs> That's one of the reasons that uh, King of the Hill was so different. Yes. Was that Peggy was dumb. But Hank loved her for teacher. it. Yeah, she was a school yeah. teacher. But, I mean, the, the, the episode where she... <laughs> Leaves the kid in Mexico. No, where she brings the kid <laughs> back from Mexico. And the way that, that uh, you know, Hank exonerates her in the trial is he proves that she doesn't know Spanish. But we need a recycled uh, story button. <laughs> That's okay. the best one. But it's the one that tells you about it. That's why. But yes, um, you get to you get to the dumb dad syndrome at some point, and I'm sure yeah. we'll get to that. Where Vision doesn't know what he's doing. Well, uh, Vision doesn't seem to know what he's doing anyways right now because that's well. Vision is still a strong character that's in it. He's obviously that he is more connected because he's so close to her, and everybody else. I mean, the, the other characters now sort of feel like NPCs. Yes. Totally. Like, and even Vision, I feel, is is a projection from Wanda. Oh, she's as, he's totally. It's not. Uh, it, yeah. She's using Vision as a way to look around the world yeah. that she's created. As I said about 40 minutes ago, uh, <laughs> the first two episodes, I had the idea that she, that Wanda was somehow imprisoned. Mm-hmm. You know, this was the only way to imprison Wanda is you had to imprison her mind because no cage is going to hold her because of her powers. And they're just trying to keep her kind of off the board. Yeah. The third episode is this is all Wanda. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is Wanda create. Wanda's the bad guy. And it leads credence to the rumor that she is the villain of Doctor Strange 2 because she has the ability to break reality and change everything. And in here, we see one character that she realizes is not a character that's supposed to be there. As the neighbors say, she has no home. She has no place. She discovers that uh, Gwen Geraldine. 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 But, but was I keep she to say Gretchen? Was she wearing something of sword yes. in yes. the second episode? That's not her. That's not the same chick. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. Is it? Yes. yes. The one at the at the, uh, at the tea party. 
Does she introduce herself as Jared? Yeah. Yes. I, okay. Because she uh, says, I don't know what I'm doing here. It's at the committee party. The yeah. Because yeah. she, she doesn't know, because she also doesn't know why she's there well, either. so much different. Like, even the actress looked different. Yeah. Well, they, they tried to give her a quote unquote well, 50s, no, like, you know, not look. just her, mm. not just her, her hair or anything. Like it just, I didn't realize it was mm. the same character. But then they gave her, they gave her more like a, a 70 or a 70s peace symbol, but it was the, yeah, the sword it's a logo. Sword, yeah. yeah. It's a sword logo. And then she's. I'd have and to go it, back and see if she was wearing anything that kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Because we knew that she, yeah. she plays a different part in the story from the second one where she says, I don't know why I'm here either. She has the same, she has the same issue that Wanda and really vision does in the first one. It's vision. That's like, I don't know how we got here. I don't yeah. know how we got married. I don't, I don't remember any of this. What does this heart mean? And everything. Yeah, and what is, Wanda, what everything Wanda to a degree doesn't know it either because you see when, when Geraldine kind of gives, you know, she reveals about Pietro and when, when Wanda reveals about Pietro, Geraldine knows about it and says, Oh yeah, he was killed by Ultron. You see that snap change with Wanda, like, wait, how do you know that? And she, you know, obviously Geraldine doesn't know that, at, doesn't know what's going on at first, or at least she's playing like she doesn't. She's playing that she, to me, she's playing that she doesn't. Again, this is all my theory. Wanda is rewriting her reality on the fly. Yes. When, when, when Vision says, how did we get together? How do we get married? All that in the first one. Wanda's saying the same thing because she realizes she hasn't written that part of the story. Right. She drops them in right into that building, right into that home. Yes. Vision has a job. She's at home. She's doing all this stuff. Her powers obviously work. His powers obviously work. And it's just taken as fact. She hasn't rewritten the backstory. She's creating a world that isn't complete. So Geraldine in the second episode is someone that you think is like, oh, she has to be connected or something to it because she feels the same way. In the third episode, especially the way it ends, Geraldine is inserted into Wanda's reality. Yes. Because she's there to try and help Wanda realize that she's wrong, that this isn't real, because she says, killed by age by Ultron. When Wanda switches, Geraldine then realizes that it's failed because she's angry. Yeah. Right. She completely changes. And I love the change. I love the dichotomy in those changes where you're in the ha ha canned laughter. <laughs> yeah. And then yes. boom, the tone, the tone changes. Oh, yeah. And the oh, way yeah. that she looks at her and is, is threatening her, it yeah. literally throws her out of her reality. Mm-hmm. Well, if you notice, the cinematography changes too. Mm hmm. When that they have that snap, you know, you have the four, you, the the standard sitcom four camera, you know, life is perfect look, and then all of a sudden when Wanda snaps, the cinematography and the angles for the camera change too. And I think she's there to try and figure out what's going on because whoever's watching her, at the end of the third one, it's the same people that are saying, Wanda, who's doing this to you? Yes, they don't realize it's her. They know yeah. something's wrong, and they don't know how to fix it because it's her. And you think you th- you're thinking it's a sword that's trying to help her? Yes. See, I was almost under the impression of thinking that whoever's in charge of sword, whether it's Nick Fury or Maria Hill or somebody else, well, we think it's Nick. That's the last time worked with Wanda, and Wanda said, "I can't do this anymore. This is you know, and whatever caused her to decide that she need to be in her bubble, they're oh. kind of monitoring it." That'll but be interesting to know where this fits in timeline, though. Too. My guess is, is, is they say now, that this is supposed to take place right after Endgame. Yeah. Oh. So. My guess is because we we get Endgame, we <laughs> yeah. get the everything back, mm-hmm. but we don't get. I wonder why. Vision doesn't disappear in the snap. He's killed. The very first episode right. with the with the plate. Yeah, he's killed. My husband and his indestructible head. 
Yeah. It's not indestructible. Thanos literally crushes it into mm-hmm. a million pieces when he pulls the thing out. Right. There's all these little clues. There's all these little things because in her reality, she can't escape what's really real. Now, my, so my guess now is a sword, sword is basically shield, but it doesn't have the government backing. It's, right. a, it's a clandestine uh, information. And yeah, it's up in space, too. Yes. Right. Fury has traded shield for sword. Yeah. And so he's trying to monitor threats, cosmic and otherwise, on his own. Shield doesn't exist in a way that we think it exists before. Correct. So Sword replaces that idea. Whatever happens, where Wanda starts to build her reality, we'll maybe get that flashback where she realizes they're at the end of Endgame, and people got their you know got whatever back, but she loses Tony. And remember, we've seen stuff for Tony. We've seen somebody who's dead. Mm-hmm. Vision is dead. Um, if the Scarlet Witch shows up in this, oh, okay. Now this sort of makes a little more sense because she seems to be trying you to mean bring Black back. Widow. Black Widow, yeah. Yeah. That's um, I was going to say, that'd Johansson. be interesting. That'd be Scarlet yeah. Johansson shows up <laughs> in the thing. Um, well, if Pietra shows up too. And that's, the, that's one of the things I said is also within the reality that she's building for herself, what's fascinating is she's brought Vision back, but she hasn't brought her bu- brother back. And right. that's the first person she lost. When she faces Thanos in Endgame, you took everything from me. No, he didn't, because he's not the one that killed Thanos. And that's the first thing that goes wrong with her. That's what that's the first thing that would really affect her. Now she goes forward to be a hero on Cap's team, mm. but she still is living that life after the one person that she's been so close to for so long is dead. I think this is she her. Can't... And as this as this bubble is is created or whatever's happening, we see a physical barrier at the end. Right. Sword steps in as Shield would have. When they find the hammer, when they find, you know, whatever, shield would be there. Sword comes in to be like, something's going on and we're trying to figure out what it is. They Mm. think it's an outside force. And I think Mm. through the ep, through the season, we'll realize it's her on her own. Right. Because also remember, we don't, as comic book fans, we know this power exists. Right. The MCU has never showed that power to exist in her. Correct. So they wouldn't know what this power is. Correct. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's one of the things, the, the, the phone calls coming from inside the house, they think it's an external force that is affecting her, that's making her, that's exploiting her or whatever. It's her own idea that I can rewrite my life and I can make it sitcom perfect. Well, you remember right. in the second episode, you know, they said, you know, you're here in suburbia. It's kind of odd that you guys don't have kids. Then all of a sudden, boom, she makes it with yeah. their, their kids. Yeah. The other thing I just realized when you were talking just a minute ago is she tells Ultron, you take it, you took everything from me. Mm-hmm. Then she tells Thanos, you took everything from me. Mm-hmm. She's faced loss. and She loses Pietro. Uh-huh. She's the reason Civil War starts, ostensibly. Yes. yes. Because she blows, she, up, she blows up. She blows uh, up the delegation. No, no, no. Or that she, when she blows up the thing. She in, blows up. Uh, uh, crossbones up in the she throws crossbones yeah, up in the it air kills people from a and it blows up yes. the building yeah her action started what led to yes the, the, the avengers breaking apart in civil war because it brings mm-hmm. tony to the point where he says we need to be you know whatever um and then she watches her love get destroyed and get destroyed. She doesn't kill him. She does. He gets to do the time back. Yeah. Yeah. She, she does it for herself. And then she has somebody take it away Mm. from her as well. So she's, you know, there's, there's a reason she would snap. Yes. You know, as I said, when people were like, Luke Skywalker can't be the bad guy in the new films. And I just point to everything he's lost. I'm like, yeah, he can. Oh yeah. This way. He can snap easily. He's lost more than Anakin. Dad, you're back. Oh no, you're gone. (laughs) But he gained a sister. 
that he <laughs> mouthed. Uh, a New Hope was on earlier today, and I'm watching that end part where, you know, after they blow up, or after, after they, they escape, where after they like, escape, hey, I'm going to go bang that girl. Oh, no, that's my girl. And then you're like, no, that's your sister. Yeah, when, when, and then, <laughs> the you know, because Han's kind of playing with him. Well, yeah. you know, what about a pirate? What I know about a guy like me? And I go, no, no, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, there was that great Hasbro ad when they did those, those little mini scenes or whatever, and it's the one of them crossing the, the bridge. Yeah. On the Death Star, and it says, hey there, watch your hands, buddy. She might turn out she <laughs> might be your sister. <laughs> but yeah, you, you can tell so much that Lucas had no idea. No, and when everyone starts screaming about how, like, they didn't realize, they didn't set out the, the the sequels they didn't know what they were they, they should have had a plan for all of it lucas didn't he literally has home homeboy just tongue his sister and then doesn't erase it either i changed all the films why is that still there <laughs> use the found footage do something else like come on boy i tell you that, this uh that lightsaber battle with obi-wan and vader those lightsabers look better but there's still points where it's like why the they never fix the rotoscope when it's facing the camera well there's another one where where Vader's sword is like blocking Obi-Wan's and you're getting it more from Obi-Wan's side and you can see the rotoscope there too. Anyway, WandaVision. So WandaVision. What I like with this show is that we don't know what's going on. They didn't tell us everything from the start. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of piecing those things together. As I said, my theory as to what's going on has changed between the first week that we got the two episodes and this week when we got one. And they give you just enough to kind of give you an idea and they give you all the little pieces and the commercials are really important. And all of these things that that help you develop your own theories, and then you find out if you're right or not. And <laughs> the, instead of the being hydro able, soap, I haven't really <laughs> hydro soap, anything like out of the commercials necessarily, aside from Hydra. Well, Hydra, it's it's it's, it's just like I think the com- I think the commercials the commercials for me <laughs> is a part of the fact that she's building her own life, and the right. commercials are what she can't get rid of. Stark is still a part of her life in some right. way. And so is Hydra. Hydra is still a part of yeah. her life. Yeah. Strucker is still a part of her life. Yeah. And that it creates a part of her history. She's erased her history. Literally in the first episode. How did we get here? We have no idea. Right. None. We just are. They just and know that they're still superheroes. Of, yeah, and stuff, she's, but, she's yeah. writing just like she would be writing a TV series. Not necessarily having a, yeah. you know, when, when you sit down and write, I love Lucy. You're like he's from he's from Cuba and she's from New York or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Go. Not he's from Cuba. He was 32 when he came here. He does it. They don't do, that's developed when you write right. the show. She's yes. developing the show mm. as she's going. She's real. She's writing her life as uh, an entertainment, yeah. and she wants everything to be perfect, and it can't be because all lives have to have even sitcoms have to have drama. Well, because you just noticed that the they they worked in the Bermuda thing too. Isn't it where? Isn't that where Coulson was going? No, it was Tahiti. Tahiti. That's what it was. Exactly what I thought it was when they first started. Yes, I thought they, it was going to be Tahiti, and I'm like, no. I was like, ah. I wish they. I kind of wish they would have said Tahiti. I if it was Tahiti, I would have thought that it was actually an external force. Again, but that was one of the reasons that when it when they didn't use Tahiti, ah, yeah, I was thinking it's Wanda. Yeah, okay, that makes sense too. Because and also that the the doctor couldn't leave. Remember, yeah. his car breaks down right as they're getting ready to leave for the airport. Exactly, because she can do that. Right. Yeah. She keeps them everything the, within the her coincident, bubble. I mean, it's just like the, the only thing that's kind of funny stuff from the first one in the dinner party is just like every sitcom. Everything happens for a reason. There's all that right. that do sex machina that allows you to have something. You know, a show isn't like the doctor's leaving for Bermuda. Okay. Oh no, I'm about to have my child. Right. Bring. No, you already left. 
Oh, okay. Click. That yeah. doesn't work. That right. doesn't happen. Instead, it's always like, oh, my car broke down. Yeah. Or oh, the wife just threw me out yes. because she found out I'm banging a whore. Because you have like, to have whatever a happy it is. Ending. Exactly. So yeah. you have to put in those those coincidences that have you have a hard time believing, just to be to work to out. make to make it work out. Yeah. Because the you stork have to thing add, was funny though. What's that? The yeah, stork, stork was funny. Mm-hmm. Because, well, again, it's the magic part of what we tell it's our children. That, that's such a bewitched trope. Yeah. Like, I think when, as a matter of fact, I think when Samantha was pregnant, she there was a stork or something that came to life or something like that. Very Something very similar to that happened. And there was an image that was drawn, and it kind of faded into it where they didn't see it. But there, it was that was pretty much pulled right from Bewitched or one of those, uh, you know, uh, I Dream a Genie type shows or something like that. And the that. other thing I've noticed in it that I think is, is also she takes the easy way out of everything by using her powers. Yes. She doesn't put any work into her life. Correct. Because she just wants it to be. Yes. And that's where you don't have any background. I just want it to be. I just want it to be what it is. I just want it to be. What, I want I want a room ready for the baby. Boom. I yeah. want to have a baby now. Boom. I want to yes. have two. I was a twin. I should have to. Boom. It I was like, when she I had, want it now. Put it in my hand before <laughs> when she was break when she into had my the, house. When she had the first one, Tommy, and they kind of waited. I was like, they're not going to do. They're not going to give her twins. twins. I was like, they're not going to give her twins. No, they have to give her twins. I'm like, they. Uh, but that's what I kept saying is well, they I, have to I give was, her twins. I was waiting for twins though too, and I was like, oh, okay. I thought, and then it came, and I'm like, I was about to say the belly's still big, and yeah. Ellie was like. You know it doesn't go down right away like that. No, you just, you just press it down on it. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's how they, they pop, pop the right kid out. Is they just but push I, on the stomach? I was, right? you know, as as somebody that knows House of M and everything, I was expecting twins. Yeah. And when it's they they gave and I think they held off long enough to make the people that know the storyline or where the story is being pulled from enough time to go second guess to second guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like when Bucky turns around, and you're thinking for a second, like, I wonder if it's dumb dumb. Wow. Just um, turns around and it's dum dum dug and he's got the bowler hat all of a sudden. <laughs> um now the, there's one other thing that's kind of confusing is the neighbor, Herb. When he started when he started dr- uh, sawing. sawing through the concrete. He's breaking through the wall uh, of reality. Uh, he wants to tell him. Yeah. Because yes. he's he's still he's a construct of Wanda. I missed the metaphor because I was thinking he was an LMD. Nope. They're none of them are real. Yes. But that the only person that was real is Geraldine. Yeah, Geraldine's put in there, and it's, it's it's they're real as in they're real in Wanda's mind. Again, knowing the comics is when she has her children, quote unquote, they are real. They have a physical manifestation right. Right. in our reality, but they're not reality. That's mm-hmm. what all these characters to me are because you notice none of them have any sort of of real personality. That it, it, it's very very. Um, archetypal, yeah, or cliche. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. you know the evil neighbor uh, and the evil, you know, the head of the thing, whatever. It, Geraldine right. is actually has yeah. some, 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 yeah, some, some substance, some substance and uh, complexity. Well, see, to that her. makes sense with the uh, when in the trailer when you have the quirky neighbor stopping Vision on the street, and she makes a comment to him and says, "Am I dead?" Oh. And he says, "No," and she goes, and "He says why?" And she says, "Because you are." That makes sense. That makes more sense mm-hmm. that there are more NPCs. I mean, if you really, you're going to hate this reference, but they're they're NPCs in the Oasis, basically. They're NPCs in an RPG. Yeah, she's re- she is literally cre- creating a role playing game, and For, she of gets herself, to rewrite yes. the rules on the fly. 
The dungeon master goes, no, wait, that didn't happen. Just turns the page <laughs> back. You, well, we that's what she does. The, we rolled that dice. It didn't yeah. work but, out for but you. But that's what she does with vision there. You know, you see it a couple of times. This time it, was, it wasn't so much of a rewinding of the tape, whereas it was because like the first one when she did it, it was like, you know, they rewound the, the, the tape mm-hmm. and played it again. You yeah. notice this time it just snapped. It's na- it was a more of a, a, an because awkward he's snap. not real. It's like Who's cut. the one person that she didn't rewind and get rid of the thing that bothered her? Geraldine. Mm-hmm. Yes. She didn't rewind that. And she, she starts it. Her, her break is her is, is the first. When she says twins and then when she says I was a twin. Yes. The tone changes. The music changes. The look change when she talks about Pietro. Uh-huh. She brings up what ends up being somebody that confronts her with the fact that this isn't real. Right. That so something's she's like, wrong how, did, how would you know that? How did you exactly. know that? The way that she confronts her versus every time else that she's in something that she doesn't like, mm-hmm. she just eliminates it. She can't eliminate Geraldine because she's not, she's, she's real. Right. Yeah, she's not However, not sure. she's moved into that in some sort of physical sense, because we see her get thrown out of, uh, you know, Springfield with the dome over it. Um, <laughs> I thought that too. So she's, she is, Something that's an, at an odd, and she does connect with her in the second episode because, in a way, I think she's also realizing there's something different about this person, and she yeah. likes it. Yeah. And now she does it because that person is intruding upon what she is. Excuse me. Her on safe what zone. She's writing. Yeah. No, it's, 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 she's not intruding on her safe zone. She's intruding her story as she writes. Sure. It. It'd be um, like giving up a chapter to somebody else to write your life story. It's, well, you know what is really weird though is. There's not a lot of chatter on that I've seen on Facebook and Instagram and or, and Twitter and everything about the show. People are just basically accepting it for what it is. You know, I mean, well, there's Star Wars some. fans. Well, so that's, so that's the for the for the most part, I think it's it's not like the movies where we can say it's based off a comic book. You don't know that yet about this because we didn't get any information about one division right. or much information. But it's it I mean, a Marvel. That's a Marvel situation. Still, we don't yeah. get a lot. I feel like after you've seen all the episodes, then you're going to start getting the chatter. It'll be interesting to see when you yeah once everything because I together. feel like people want to find out what the story is before they start. Yeah. yeah, and it's different because it's not it's not a <laughs> and it's not like Civil War where you can say like oh. It's between Tony and, and Steve, yeah. and it's, it's not, this and this is happening. Oh, I wonder if they're going to do this. I'm going to do that. It's right. not defined very easily. You can't put, exactly. like Falcon and Winter Soldier, we already kind of know the story. Yes. We've already been told a good portion of the story. We mm-hmm. know what's going to happen mm-hmm. to some degree. We didn't get that with this outside of Kevin Feige and other people saying, it's just something different. You've never seen anything like this before. Right. Especially if you're a Marvel fan, it's very different. It's like, it was interesting last like week yeah. in, in the 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 pop culture groups I was in, I said, I'm really interested to see people, people's reaction from those that have read comics and know Wanda's mm-hmm. story and know House of M and know Avengers Disassembled versus people that don't. And for the most part, everyone likes it. I think one of the biggest part is seeing people that not necessarily know the comic history of it being like, well, I trust Kevin Feige and I trust Marvel, so I'm going to stick with this. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I've had a few people that have just said, this is boring and I don't want to watch it. Right. Um, if you're not interested in those characters very much, then this is not compelling at all. Right. Sure. If you're not interested in the, you know, like for me, I'm saying part of the reason I can get through it is I love watching Paul Bettany act. Yes. He's fantastic. Elizabeth Olsen looks, is, is much better than, than, you know, people would ever have given her credit before. She gets to, to have that range. I uh, love yeah. Catherine Hahn. Uh-huh. Um, the woman who plays Geraldine uh, is, is fantastic. So, you have people that are very good at what they do and it's fun and it's funny. And you kind of have to let go and enjoy the sitcom aspect of it. 
Right. The dinner scene is, is frankly, as a Marvel film, is stupid. Geraldine, you would never Monica Rambeau. Yeah, yeah she is. Oh, she is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, the Sorry. which will be nice to see when her power when when they show her powers manifest. Sorry. Um, the 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 uh to to kind of like just if it's in a movie, you know, like if if the kitchen scenes in the middle of Civil War. Oh yeah. You're like what the but in this as the way it's presented to you, you can enjoy it for what it is mm-hmm. as this riff on a sitcom and the riff on a on Well, you couldn't do this as a film anyways. No, because it would be 9 hours or 8 and a half hours or whatever, 4 and a half hours. Um we got to wait for that 4 hour <laughs> film. Uh it's going Re- to release the fight cut. <laughs> <laughs> you know as soon as that comes out that's what's going to happen. Um so it, it it's you're either invested in the characters because there's there's no pew pew there's no psh, 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 yeah psh, psh, there's no martial arts there's no hydra that, you know that's coming to kill people or anything at least not yet we get one we get one malicing character when we see the beekeeper come out of the hole yeah um because that can be sword also like literally digging into her reality well he and he does have the sword logo on his back yep. of this of the uh, beekeeper suit yeah hazmat suit but it looks like yeah. It, yeah. Well, since there's bees all around it, I would say it's more beekeeper than hazmat. Well, I think, again, Hazardous bees. Well, no, what I was thinking is he's wearing a hazmat suit. She projects the bees on it to make him look more normal. Like, that's what he would Uh, definitely uh, wearing. Yeah, yeah. But she's still, in in the way that she says no, it's almost like, no, that's not going to work. That's not the way it looks. Yeah, Vision would still be like, why is there a dude just crawling out of the thing? Uh, You know, just like, no. Because she literally erases that whole moment. Right. Yep. So it's it's those kind of pieces that she erases. I can't believe I missed the metaphor of breaking the wall. Yeah, I didn't see that either. That, I'm not bad at this. No, <laughs> no, that, that's. I know such... a lot of people think I'm stupid, but no, 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 I'm not bad at this because you're you're right. As soon yeah. as as soon as he because he goes back to it. As soon as he hits it, because when he when he comes back out, he's still there. Yeah. yeah, you've had this whole day. Yeah. He's still there, and the cut is halfway down. Yeah, because Geraldine is breaking her wall. Yeah, he's breaking the wall. It's, he it, knows that whole that whole the uh, piece that Geraldine yeah. gives because Geraldine's the first piece that sort of you have the little break at the dinner scene. Geraldine is a character that breaks Wanda's reality. Yeah, Wanda asks her, "Where are you from?" You know what? I don't know. I have no idea. She's written everybody's backstory, hasn't she? Or at the very least, they they wouldn't See, think about episode it. two has it too. Because mm-hmm. when she's there with Geraldine at the tea party and everything. Uh-huh. When she, the very next thing is when she's cleaning up, the the prissy housewife, you know, breaks right. the glass, and you see the cut in her hand, which mm-hmm. is breaking with the re, with the blood and color, mm-hmm. and that's when you hear the the radio and everything mm-hmm. saying Wanda, who's got you know, but that is the same thing. It's cutting through reality. Geraldine breaks the fourth wall from the other side. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Yep. I knew I knew that was an important moment with the with the blood and the cut and everything. And I, I was kind of there. It's also there the fact that a hedge clipper is never going to go through a brick wall. No. A <laughs> hedge clipper should have exploded yeah. a million pieces and he should be dead. But it goes through the wall because it's literally breaking the wall. Yeah. I, but I didn't catch. Yeah. And I should have caught that. Uh, so Ben Kenobi, also known so as. So much beer on this <laughs> Kenobi is getting ready to start production. And. Uh, <laughs> the uh, village. Hello there. So they built a set of a 
I guess uh, <laughs> you were my brother, Banana Ken. <laughs> I loved you. They built they built this set for Kenobi out in a quarry, right? That's basically a, a town. It's okay. Mm-hmm. They and the people that are in the village that live around it are furious that they've taken this empty old quarry and turned it into a Star Wars community. So, uh, so the, what you're saying is that the town has a grievous with everyone you know? <laughs> they get have out. a grievous. just get out so you know they, they, they start showing images because somebody flew a drone over it and it's the sand colored buildings that I think form that someone a, would just have some some guns to shoot down drones <laughs> no, right. just sit on the ceiling um it's oh, sorry funky in in it's in low a little Marlowe in Buckingham uh, Buckingshire Buckinghamshire Buckingshire Buckinghamshire Sounds like a dirty word. Fucking Shamshire. So the town's upset because they said that this set could be there for three years. So it makes you wonder. No way that's there for there's, three years. There's no way that they're going to film this. But that, but it may not be that they're just using it for Kenobi. It could be used for, you know, Cassian. They could use it for, if it's something on Tatooine, they could use it for. Isn't Cassian shooting in Australia? No, it's shooting in London. Is it in London also? Yeah. Okay. So, it, but it could also be, you know, for Boba Fett or something else that they could use for multiple different locations or multiple times because when Kenobi's set, it's set before all of these shows. Well, I, I guess in the end, it depends on if if Disney bought the land, basically, that quarry to build those sets and leave them there. Then, yeah, well, I'm sure they, they, it, they can yeah. do it. Hell, well, some of the stuff when from, you look from at Alu the Alu still exists. But if it's like if you can go if you can go to the right places in Tanzania, Tanzania yeah. I mean, still fight. But if it's, it's like Tanzania and when they quarries built- are not small. No, no, no. There's a reason why they built Helms Deep in a quarry as well. Yeah. I mean, there's there's probably about 20 buildings there at least. But I'm wondering if people are thinking it's like Tanzania where they built Tatooine and just left it there because they're like, well, we're not we're not going to take this down. Yeah, well, it's a little different in 1975. Yeah. <laughs> right? that's, what, that's what I'm thinking is what if these people are wondering because of that, they're just like, oh, they're building it they're, and making it. I was I, like, but see, I think I think if you're going to leave, I mean, if you're going to build, go to the extent, and you, I'll show you the picture. We'll put it up on the Facebook page too. Uh, if you're going to the extent of building this for lack of, you know, you're building a city there whatever Tatooine city it's going to be, or if it's going to even be on Tatooine. I mean, they are sand-colored buildings. But why not use it for another show yeah. or something? I'm sure they would. I'm wondering if Berkshire is going to be pissed because basically, it, but in a good way because they always expected it to happen, what happened in New Zealand, which is the Shire has become a tourist attraction. Right? Yeah. You know, people go literally to fly around New Zealand in a helicopter look like, all right, so that's the place where the, the, the Great Hall of, of yeah. Rohan was at. Oh, wow. Well, this really is in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. You had to drive people out there because they didn't want to fly helicopters. But I think it's also oh, because... No, I think it was Sean. Wasn't it Sean Bean doesn't like flying in a helicopter? Yes. So he had to drive to the set. <laughs> it's like mm. the person who dies in every film probably should be afraid of dying <laughs> afraid in a plane. Of, yeah. Right. But, you know, I mean, you're you're talking this little, you know, little Moreau. Little Moreau. Little Moreau. Yeah. M-A-R-L-O-W. Rigor Moreau? Rigor Moreau. Merlot. 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 Like the wine. wine. Rigor Merlot. What? (laughs) What the hell are we doing? This is English with Rich and Mikey. Anyways, this small (laughs) community is now going to be... You you want to call it a hamlet. That's what you want to call it. 
city where you're going to get a lot. Not only are you going to get a lot of people trying to get onto the set and see, you're going to have a lot of activity. You're going to have with, people living there. The same thing happened yes. in New Zealand. The places they were shooting were in the middle of nowhere. Yes. And so there were little towns and little places that all of the 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 uh, little towns, the rooms that were in the inns. You really love that movie. Yeah. Building. <laughs> Uh, building places for them to stay because you know you're just like oh the actors are staying there like no there's like 400 people that have to yeah stay there. you got your cast and crew and yeah, you have everyone that's gonna stay there the 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 little places where they hey, shot Disney uh, can pay them all out to buy their properties and move them if they wanted to they're not moving a whole town like if they're not gonna do that in Anaheim they're not gonna do that in <laughs> South Bergenshire if if Disney had the opportunity they would totally do it in Anaheim no I guarantee you they do have the opportunity they to do, do it in Anaheim. Anaheim just won't let them yeah. That, they're They've not given the opportunity. Are you I, kidding me? You know. Disney moved the whole five freeway. Exactly. Yeah. If I if 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 I'm on a hotel that's next to Disneyland, I'm not selling it to Disneyland. To why me. do you why do you think the freeway looks so nice and pretty right there yeah, in Anaheim? Because the town they, they said, okay, we're going to move it. You're paying for the freeway. Exactly. And yeah. they paid for it, and they made sure that Disney paid out the butt the butthole for it. Yep. And they were going to build a hotel, and then Anaheim's like, no. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. So it's just it's interesting that you know. They said that it could be there for three years. That was the most inter- inter- interesting part of the story. To well, again, me. if it's the town, you also got to think the town's probably being a little over dramatic. Oh, completely. Yeah. It's going to be here for three years. I don't want these people here. Come on. I want to just be nice in my little Merlot, drinking Come on, Merlot. Man. Come on, man. But you also think about it the other direction is they've been living in this town for how long and it's been like a nice country town or whatever. That's, That's what I'm saying. But it's kind of a going quarry in it. So you they're know. going to overrepresent what this is because right. they want to get rid of it. If yeah. anything, you know, when Disney's finished with it, the quarry, quarry will not be a quarry anymore. It'll probably be paved over or, <laughs> you know. Replanted with trees or whatever, you know. They'll no, it's gonna still be a quarry. Like it's just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. rocks are rocks, bro. <laughs> if it's a quarry that they're using now, no, 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 it wasn't. Oh, oh. It was an abandoned quarry. Yeah. So they've come in and they've, you know, well, looks they like they new, filled it in. They got new stuff to mine: plaster and foam <laughs> and <laughs> that bad. filming equipment. No, Marlowe is it M E R L O T Margolo? Come on. So. Thank God Oscar Isaac is in that. <laughs> <laughs> if he was a part of Kenobi, this would be impossible. So, Kenobi begins filming in March, which will be out. Is this supposed to start filming in February? It's, Did he change it again? According to Ewan McGregor, he says that the series starts filming in March. Ewan McGregor has been saying March all the time, but you said that they were supposed to be shooting in January. They said that, yeah, or late January, early February. Yeah, he they, said they may have pushed it back for last year. They may have been, they may have started shooting in February, and he doesn't start till March. That too, in, in, and also the fact that the UK is still under a lockdown too, so maybe they can't shoot until later. So they pushed it back. Uh, he said on the Graham Norton show in December that he was shooting in March. Yes, you know, like right when the other stuff. That was came before out. the new strain came out, though. Too. That was yeah. before they locked him back down again. And they're not getting out of it anytime soon because Boris Johnson's like, um, maybe we shouldn't be killing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's still going. Look, if we're going to have production here, they're going to have production there. Lockdown or no? There lockdown. are so many restrictions though that you have, yeah, especially they're here. Pro- they're doing those same restrictions that are there that people don't understand. But it's the same thing. I totally get the woman that's freaking out. Her beauty salon is closed, but across the street is the catering for a major production. It's like there's no way that's more dangerous or less dangerous than what I'm doing here. Yeah. Yeah, I can see where people. There's a lot of that type of. It's hard. It's just like when they're like, "We're gonna shut down Grand Central Station or whatever for to shoot a film." 
or no, it was it was um, where they had a, a testing site. Yes, it was like a big testing site. Like we're gonna shut that down for two weeks because if a film wants to come in and shoot, and they made the finally made the right decision after they were publicly shamed for doing so. Going, no, people need to go get tested. Yeah, so you have to have as many sites as possible, and these yeah. places that are popping up like in the back of bowling alleys, going like drive through testing. No. Like, give me some place that's actually. Oh my god! Well, they're they're bring, to bring them to schools too, where they're closer to the neighborhoods god. that can get there instead yeah. of going to, like, Magic Mountain Dodger or Dodger Stadium. Stadium. Yeah, yeah. yeah but see, drive. normally with a production though, you have a lot going on on the set. You know, as things are going, not just the actors, uh, you know, standing there in front of the camera. You've got. You know, sound. You know, guys. You got lighting. You got you yes. grips. And, and everyone and gets the, tested all the time, and they're all in in color coded groups so that you can contract pace, pack, trace people, and all of that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that productions are this wild, rampant, whatever. It is hard in a public perception to say that oh, you can totally. have this type of thing going when you're telling restaurants you can't have people sit yeah. outside anymore. Yeah, and, and and I don't. I think we should be locked down as well as we were in April. At this point, we have thousands of people dying every single day. I think day. it should be at least it's a month shocking. that we lock everything down like and we we're did. We're not going to do it because no. once it happened, once you come back to this, you're just accepting what's there. Yep. And you got to listen to everybody every time someone goes like, "I went to Disney World." Yeah, freedom. That person freedom. Yeah, they, they should be able to do whatever they want. But they're still going to go to Target. They're still going to go to Walmart. They're still going to go to Bob's famous big boys and pick some of them. And they're going to get somebody else sick and someone's going to die. So we're on getting that <laughs> on that note. We're going to change things up and get back to pop culture. Uh, so At this point, COVID is pop culture. All right. Uh, Skywalker family is getting their own biography that's going to be coming out. Next on biography, <laughs> Skywalker family. A bunch of rampant whiners who fuck up the galaxy over and over again. So, uh, Except for the women. Kristen, Kristen Baver, Baver, B-A-V-E-R. Justin Bieber? Is writing Skywalker, a family at war that's going to cover three generations of the Skywalker family. It says, whether they were born into the family or they chose to carry the legacy, the struggle to balance their own emotions and the external strife of the in a galaxy far, far away in the new book. <laughs> so, I, was hoping, I was hoping we were done with that toxic conversation, but apparently that'll keep coming. Oh, my God. No. The Ray Skywalker thing is going to be... A she can just choose what she wants. She's going to choose to be a man next. Oh, God, shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> the stuff that they've done to that woman that's hosting the High Republic show is disgusting. It's Kelly oh, Tran. Yes. Unbelievable. Um, but yes, they're doing a, a biography that will delve into more of the... I'm, I'm wondering, because it didn't say in the article that I read it, if it's written as an in-universe biography, which would be fascinating. Uh, we'll examine the event, the events that unfold in the Skywalker saga on screen, as well as through books, comics, and other chronicle storytelling, to give the detailed account of their lives of the key members of the family and admit their travels and triumphs. Tri- uh, trivial, trivials. Move that farther away. <laughs> it's still affecting it's the fumes. The fumes. The fumes are still getting drunk through his nose. <laughs> Bubbles popping. Uh, so yeah, uh, they re- also showed. The- I think it's. I think it's a way to meld the three instances: comics, books, and movies into one cohesive story, yes. so that people would understand it. I also hope there's a point in it, like especially if it is an in-universe biography, where it would be, you know, there on Hoth after recovering in, you know, sitting in his underwear in a back to tank. 
Luke tongue fucked his sister. <laughs> On the next, reason no, why? <laughs> no reason. Just, just he's like, oh man, my sister's hot. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole um, book is gonna be in Hutties. <laughs> <laughs> and you actually have to use a transcription. It's gonna be. It's gonna be in a, worse than reading Shakespeare. Looking down at the bottom of the page, everything. Like, what the hell is that? It's word gonna mean? be in Arabic, and you have to you have to know how to read it. No, it's gonna be in Sherwook. Sherwook. Yep. Well, no, the whole thing's it, you're gonna have to download an app so you can just scan the pages as you're reading, and it translates for you. <laughs> that'd be interesting. You do an See, augmented reality. That's one? why they actually do it because this one. Well, that'd be interesting. I would love to read a book with my phone like this. You do. You do an it. augmented reality, well, what, and the things pop up. That's what things. Google Translate does now. Is you can actually just open up the app and see a sign. Like if you go to right. a foreign country, and it'll just translate the sign right there for you. Is there one where I can put up the app to Rich? And <laughs> translate what I'm saying. We're logging this. We're logging. Yeah. Uh, speaking of books, Light of the Je- Light of the Jedi dropped what a week ago? Two weeks. Two weeks ago. Yes, actually, no, it's three. No, second week. No, it was the second it's, week. Well, no, it's been two, at least two weeks because it was the day before the Capitol insurrection. Yes. The erection? The erection. The, <laughs> the Capitol erection. erection. No, no. We had an erection, <laughs> and that's why they were all <laughs> insurrecting. <laughs> I don't like what happened in that erection in November, so I'm going to get rid of this. <laughs> so I finally finished it because it took me a while because I had other things to do. I know. In three days. Like watch Ready Player One or something. But I was also out of work. So. Um, home from work. What do you think of it? I loved it. I thought it was really good. I think it's really Charles setting Soul, up. Charles Soule is a great Star Wars writer. He mm-hmm. plays with a lot of the Star Wars concepts. Um, anyone who had a problem with uh, uh, Luke force timing or whatever. Yeah. Or, or, or Ray and, and, and Kylo force timing. Force or Luke, timing. Luke force projecting. Or... Uh, uh, Leia being able to bring herself back into the ship. That's not all the force works is not going to like. This See, I don't, I didn't get to, that. They were overpowered. The only one that seemed kind of it's more not that they're overpowered. Avar Ava, Ava Chris get, kind of, you get new powers. ways of using yes. the force. You get new interpretations slash ways or things. I always go back to it and I'll go back to it till the day I die. To anyone who says, oh, we never saw that before. The force doesn't work that way. You literally see the first time we see the force used in Empire Strikes Back is something we've never seen before, which is telekinesis. Well, they it's literally have a character in, in this that is his whole purpose of being a Jedi, basically, is he tries to find new ways to the new ways to use the force. Sometimes it's That's not his what the, own. Yeah. Yeah. yeah his, the, his the, the, is, sometimes it's not what the council wants. Sometimes it's not what the Jedi order, you know, is it would be permitted, but he's always striving to find new ways to he use the force. He wants to be a master so that I always want to call him Mexican Khan, but I know, you know he, he wants to be a master so that as a master, he can be alone to, to explore yes. the force. Uh, sort of well, I think we Qui-Gon. also, yeah, we, we kind of touched up on it like a week or two ago when we said, you know, because the force is not an, a tangible thing, it's what you can create from it. So really anything is possible. It's just, you yes. know, if somebody comes up with an idea how they work at anything making that happen. Well, and this, you finally get to see the Jedi in the height of their Jedi-ness. Their Jedi-ness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For <laughs> a lack of a better term. Uh, the height of the order. Yeah. And, you know, and you get to see that the Jedi, because you, you, you don't see it, really see it in the movies or anything where, how each individual species or individual Jedi communes and sees the force. Right. And it's kind of hard to do with a movie or a, you know, TV series and stuff like that. But you get that in the book where, you know, Avar Chris, who's one of the main characters, they, she sees the force as a song and as a melody. And, you know, and that's how she can 
connect to other Jedi. Yeah. And her powers basically, you know, and we always knew that Je- certain Jedi had different abilities where they, you know, they were what, better at something. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she can take many Jedi and communicate with them and allow them to communicate and enhance their, their abilities through the force. And so I think, I think she's a router. She is she's basically, she is, she's, she's a Wi-Fi extender. She, route, she routes the force through her and connects everybody. Yeah. To her. So everyone um, can see be in the same chat room and talk about how much they hated last Jedi. You know, one, one person, well, it's how Kylo and Ray force project and, and have their conversations, right? The same thing. Through the router. <laughs> yeah. For all intents and purposes. Yeah. Uses it as a, as a, a, a way to video chat. That's why it's called force timing. Yeah. yeah. When people, you know, the joke for it was force timing instead of FaceTiming because they could see each other. Yeah. Yeah. They, the, you know, one sees it as water, basically, you know, the ocean and, you know, the, it's how they react it. to it or how they, in the way that they manipulate it. Or yeah. Use like the force, the green lanterns. Yes. How yeah. they Some of those the pieces ring, that so, are there. Yeah. And we saw, we've seen that kind of before, but again, it, it does what a book does. Well, is it uses that time that a book gives you to really explore that you're never going to be able to do. Oh, never. That's why I've always loved the the legacy book series mm-hmm. with Darth Cadis, uh was masterfully done because it does what a book series should do. It's a massively complicated story with dozens, if not a hundred characters that yep. you have to follow. It deals with something major and something minor, very personal and a very major thing. It does what all the, the books, especially when you have a book series, does very well. And this does yeah. the same thing. It I mean, you could do this if you're doing a Disney Plus series. And tell it yes, over, you know, like a Game the, of Thrones even, type even series. Then, there's so much in this that you have to go through and so much backstory you have to get. Oh, even sure. In a series, you're not in a book. You can read why the the Nahil are the villains and yes. what they believe and all this and what they've done to create this great tragedy and all this. In a movie, it's just you don't have a guy. You really don't want a guy sitting on a chair. You know, like we Nahil started uh, 35 years ago yeah. and my dad did this. And the book does that very well, so you can get a more complexity with that character or those characters that are in it. It's a good place to start High Republic with it because once you start to go into other things, mm-hmm. you start to you, you if you read the book first and then read the comic, it makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Also, the comic no. gives away a major point of the last part of the book. <laughs> it's interesting though because Yoda is mentioned, but Yoda pretty much keeps his own counsel and can do whatever he wants. It's because Yoda is. I think Yoda's a part of the IDW kids series. So yeah, because he has the it. Padawans. Yeah, so that's a part of it. Is is part of the reason that Yoda's not a major part of it, so they don't step on the feet of whatever right. um, the writer of that series is doing. Yes. Uh, I just started the the basically the, the kids' book, not even the YA book, yes. but it's even a little down. It's like The Light of the Light of Life, something like that, by Justina Ireland. And I'm, on, I'm only three chapters into it. And it's still really good. I'm like, okay, this is cool. It's just fun to jump into it. There's mm-hmm. another YA book that comes out soon, and then we'll get the Kevin Scott book yes. in April, I think, which is the second major I think so, book yeah. in it that contains, continues the storyline directly. Yeah. So the Nihil is the the pirate gang that's you know causing the problems. Yar. Um, but you have what appears to be like maybe a Sith or... Somebody that, you know, I mean, the mom, the, the, the mom in the chamber that he uses to get the paths, because what he does is the Nihil is a gang. Book, turn this off. Yeah. The Nihil is a gang that, that they travel through hyperspace, but they don't travel through hyperspace through the, the, the normal means. They're basically, if hyperspace is going north and south, they're going east and west. So they're, they're crossing paths with it. And. <laughs> 
the the character. Well, that's what happens. That's, that's, that's in the, the very first start of the book. The is, beginning of the book is the there's a ship coming through hyperspace that almost collides with it, and they turns at such a degree that the ship just literally disintegrates and starts raining pieces throughout the galaxy mm. out of hyperspace through through immersions, mm. and so you know the galactic they, they have to try to figure it out, and that's the whole plot of the book is trying to figure out how this happened, how to stop it. And through the time, that's when they learn about the Nihil. And this guy, they, you know, they call him the eye in it. Mm. And he's the one that provides the path, which really sounds like his mother that's in the tube is a Skywalker. To a certain degree, might be. Not, like a, not a Luke Skywalker, not I was a more Skywalker family. In the way they described him. Yes. Because he sounded like something that I've seen before. What? He sounds like in the guy from the Marvel comic series. Oh, Yes. Yes. Way he's, he's described as tall, skinny, and gray. Yes. When I read that, I'm like, is he in a guy? Like, are they going to introduce that species? Because they become the major alien. Isn't that the Bankers? Or no? Uh, no, because no. it's not. It's, it's not. He, they never tell you what species he is. Oh. That um, was start. That was the original idea for Darth Plagueis. Um, oh. The the guy is the the post Jedi world and the old Marvel comics, the ones that are not canon or anything anymore. Right. They use the Nagai as this alien force from deep in the unknowns that are the bad guys towards mm. the, the New Republic. It's like the last 20 issues or so, they become the major bad guys. Yeah. And the way that they're described, and they are kind of like this reckless pirate gang, the way that they did the ships are, they're very pointy and they're not, there's no yeah. symmetry to them and all this stuff. So the way that they describe this character, the Eye, who is working for these the three leaders that make up the gang, the way he described him, I'm like, that sure sounds like the, the, yeah. the guy. And so I was just, it was just like an interesting piece as they pull those pieces out. Yeah. You know, like they used um, in, the, in the old uh, legend stuff when they used um, Lady Lumina. Yes. In the, the Legacy book series. Character that was created for the Marvel comics. It wasn't the same character. It was mm-hmm. a little bit different. But they used the same idea of who that character was and what she would do. And she helps actually, she, she helps turn Darth Cadus even farther into the dark side. So. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's definitely worth picking up if you are now a Star Wars fan, huh? <laughs> now that we ruined it for you. Yeah, all right. Uh, number one bestseller two weeks in a row. Yes, it is. So, also was very happy about that. Yeah, it's it's definitely. Uh, there's been a lot. Can't of wait p- to go back and meet him at a con in like 2025 and get him to sign that book. But there's a lot of people. I mean, obviously, Star Wars fans. You know, that are They're just Star Wars fans. Nobody hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. Yeah, it's not what you would expect necessarily if you're not open to it, because again. There's a lot in it that you have a very kind of closed idea to the force or what the, the, this reality can be. Mm-hmm. It's me at the end of Kevin J. Anderson series when the Luke students hold hands and sing Kumbaya and push Dala's fleet out yeah. of the star, star system. I hated that. I still hate that. But I didn't go, you know, running like, that's stupid. It means everything's <laughs> better. It's just I like a, that series isn't my favorite series right. anymore because I didn't like the fact that they could do that. Because if they could do that there, why didn't like, they just do that everywhere? Uh-huh. Here, they literally do the same thing. Uh, it's the same to a degree. Where they, to they a, all I mean, get together and they use the force to stop something from happening. They they get it to slow. So there's a shard of the you know this compartment that uh, one of the, the compartments details aren't there. They yes. use the force to slow they use the force to yes. slow down. But then there's also other people that clamp onto it that actually stop it. But mm-hmm. the idea that but they you also see that they strain together in the strain of yes. I'm just saying they use kind of the same idea, and right. I could see people have the same reaction that I did. 
25 years ago. But I think the Kevin J. Anderson series, but here because it's a new time and it's a new thing, it's much more acceptable to me. These are the height of their powers sure. and the way they do. And that's what setting it there does. It allows you to do whatever the hell you kind of want, and it doesn't affect the OT at all. Oh, right. Which is always the joy of the the you know the the deep past of Star Wars, uh-huh. but also the pain of the piece of the past. He's like, we know what's going to happen. Right. The Empire still happens. We know we're not going to get to that point where ever Chris is like, I saw thousands of years in the future, and this wrinkled old man just like tears <laughs> everybody apart. So. I'm just going to sit here and wait, and as soon as he forces the midichlorians to pop Anakin out, funk, I'm just going to stick it right in there, right there. But or I'm just going to go on Naboo and kill him when he's okay. The di- I think the difference between the Kevin J. Anderson situation and even, like, Starkiller is those characters, it didn't affect them. You know, they, they just they pulled the starship out of the sky or they moved it away or whatever and kept going on. Whereas these characters, it actually, you know, kind of weakened them at a point and they struggled with trying to do it. It wasn't something that was very easy for them to do with the Force. What are you laughing at? I found another Bernie meme. Did you find another Bernie meme? No, I didn't. Which has been... <laughs> the best one is when they replaced, <laughs> they replaced that podium with Bernie. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think favorite. we've gone through all the Bernie. Oh, no, you no, haven't. No, no, no. There's I've seen more than I haven't oh. said. So. I, know, I know, I know. I do like the UFC one. That was pretty good. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, was pretty funny. There, there's been so many that they even made a comment about it like on one of the news channels about how the Bernie memes have taken over the, for the week. Yeah. That's what it is. It, it, it's like, it says the U.S. can't The weekend at Bernie's, too, was a good one, that too. Was really, mm-hmm. that, there's one that's just like, you know, United States. We cannot, we cannot unite under anything in this divided country. Bernie memes. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> the one, <laughs> Let you, me show you something. I don't like the ones that where they just they did a really lousy Photoshop job and they just like stuck him there. They didn't blend it or anything. The ones that they right. blend them and they make it look like he's part of the image are yeah. perfect and they're yeah. great. Yep. Um. So the original Muppet series. <coughs> excuse me, I got choked up is coming back to Disney Plus. We've been wanting this and hoping it would show like up. The reruns or the original the original the Muppet original series. airings of the 1970s uh, okay. and 80s, the Muppet show are coming to Disney Plus February 13th. The news we don't have, which is the one I'm worried about is if they cleared all the music. Cuz we also saw that Freaks and Geeks is coming to yes. HBO Max. Yes. And in in the news release it was we've cleared all the music. We have all we have the rights to all the music for the reruns. It's uncut, you know. Is it the, one of the problems that's always had with Beavis and ButtHead? Right, is that Just they the didn't music. they can't they clear can't all the music. Around. So some of the best stuff is, you know, the, the first interactions I had. One of the first one I ever watched is one of my favorite music videos of all time because it's the Carmen Electra one. And you have ButtHead. It's, like, it's high noon on my sundial. I die. Yeah, that whole time, <laughs> and that doesn't exist in well, any yeah. of the in any of the DVD releases or the stuff that's been that's been released since because they can clear that music again. I don't think they have to clear the music that the Muppets sing. I no, think, they but have to any clear of the, the musical guests, they have to clear the musical guests. You also, if the Muppets are singing it, but it's an actual song, it's the same arrangement. You have to clear it. There's a reason why there's a reason why sometimes they're only 20 seconds because if it goes over oh, that sure. you owe them money. Yes. And you have to clear it. So if if you have, you know, if if you have a, a Muppet singing a John Denver song, you have to clear that with John with John See, I was thinking, I, I, I thought maybe with, with Muppets Denver. it's a little different because it's more considered satirical and when it's satirical you can use it. You have to change the lyrics. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yes, you have to change the lyrics. If, so if you can just, have the same melody, but you can change the. If melody. Kermit comes out and Sears and, and is singing "Sunshine Makes Me Happy," yeah, he, they got to pay. They got to make. They have Ooh, to clear way it. to put a partridge family. Way to turn that right into it. Partridge family. Yeah, 
And that no, that no. Uh, the Brady Bunch saying that. Sunshine makes me happy when my oh, sunshine on my shoulder makes me happy. I think you're thinking, come on, get happy. Oh, no, that's right. Come, come on, get, get happy. happy. Yes. yes, that's the theme song. Yeah, that's how do I know that? that? <laughs> Out of everybody in this room right now, how do I know that? <laughs> um, I was kicking some John Denver in my car the other day. So oh, I, I miss John Denver. I miss that music. Uh, what was I playing? Uh, Boy, some of that music's terrible. Though. Mm. I was playing like that. This is John Denver on Spotify, and I was like, "Oh man, this is not good." What was the song? I, and I'm, I'm blanking now. What was the song that they played at the end of uh, Wandavision this week? It was the Monkees, Daydream Believer. Daydream Believer. Yeah. Yes, mm. it was so funny. It's because uh, that was on in the radio. I played. I have the '80s station that shows up on you know on uh, Sirius XM, and I was playing that. And Monkees didn't actually. I don't think they were the first ones to sing it. I think. Um, uh, I, Fat Boys. No, uh, I want to say Diana Murray, but uh, her last name's Murray. Uh, I can't remember her first name now. Uh, it was playing anyways in the car as I was coming home yesterday. And then I get home and I watch WandaVision. I'm like, I just literally listened to the song. I'm like, this is awesome. That's monkeys. Who, somebody else sang it too the, in the well, 80s. They might have covered it. They might have covered it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was written by the monkeys. So. Uh, for the Muppets, yes, that's the one thing that's been the question is if they can clear all the music. Yeah. Hopefully they have. If, they, if it's uncut, as soon as I saw it, I realized my dream, because I never got those DVD sets. I wish I would have. They're always expensive. Is to watch the Mark Hamill slash Luke Skywalker. Oh, I love that. Where Mark Hamill and Luke Skywalker are two completely different yes. characters. And they're just uh, running around the set the whole day. Anne Murray. Anne Murray. That's who it was. Canadian singer. Yes. Recorded the version in 79. Yes. I recorded in 79, eh? CC. It was 67 when it was originally sang by the Monkees. Yeah. I thought that dying, but yeah, Anne Murray's. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. That's, That's pretty cool. so meta because it's knit. And it's neat. No, Crocheted Bernie Sanders. When they put that on a mitten, that's where you have, oh. where you have it. Well, embroidered you, embroidered you, into the mitten is... is I love the one of him like walking down the steps because he has like two envelopes with him. Yeah. And it says 10 o'clock laundry, 11 o'clock Joe's thing, 2 o'clock post office. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw, saw that one. Joe's thing. My, the one I saw was I always like, sent that to the group. I love the fact that it looks like Bernie has other things to do today. And he's like, I'm just going to swing by Joe's thing for a minute. <laughs> I'll make my presents and then I'll get out of here. Uh, so we also got this week, we got a reveal of the alien for Marvel's alien series. I saw that a couple weeks ago. They showed you the, the xenophobe? Xenophobe. <laughs> no, we got rid of the xenophobe. <laughs> no, that was the game. <laughs> the xenomorph? Xenomorph. <laughs> yeah, they, they show, because they announced the aliens number one is yes. coming. And they showed you look, like a page or two from it. I didn't think they. I didn't think they showed because they showed the cover Look, this week. The design for the for the xenomorph. It's pretty much going to be the same. It's not something. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the brilliance of H.R. Geiger's design is that. There's no way to improve it. I mean, right. as many times as Kenner's like, no, look, here's the bull alien. Because yeah. all of a sudden, it's whatever it comes out of, it takes that effect. Um, just because the one that comes out of the dog in Alien 3 was a little bit faster than the <laughs> other ones. They're like, no, it's a dog. Like, no, it's just another alien. Yeah. Uh, so it's the same design. It's just interesting to... Well, didn't Prometheus... The Prometheus took that to another level with Prometheus it. took everything to the weird level that nobody understands. <laughs> and just get rid of it. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Um... Yes, and Dark Horse tried to do it with that Trinity one where they had a Prometheus, the Prometheus, Alien, and Predator series all going. It was like eight, yeah. you know, tar and fire or whatever. I read it. 
don't understand it at all. It's it's like they want to tell you the origin without telling you the origin. Ah. You know, at some point, you, you were going to get the origin that the Prometheum dudes, the tall white dudes that look like Silver Surfer, if uh -huh. he was 80 feet tall, develop these things as warriors. I mean, it's the old Zentradi thing. Right. Mm -hmm. The Robotech masters create the Zentradi as a warrior race. They're literally built to go and fight. Yeah. And then they get, come to Earth, and then they watch Lin-Min May and go, wait, something's happening in my groinal region. <laughs> Is this protoculture? And then they become the good guys for a little bit. Um, and they're like, hey, let's take these other two series and make them make sense. The 80s. <laughs> well, speaking about, well, no. Yeah, I guess it is late 80s. What, the Batman the Animated Series came out? Yeah. No. It's in like 91, I think. Was it 91? Yeah. yeah. Oh, because Batman. Yeah, early 90s. Batman sure. Returns was in 91 or 92. And yeah. Batman the Animated Series I came out. I saw that when I came home when I was in, was in middle the school. The Animated Series was early 90s, I think. I'm pretty sure. It could be. I mean, it gets, if it was the summer of 90, then it would be because that's when I started. Well, anyways, we're getting yeah. a sequel series for HBO Max. We got a sequel series, New Adventures. <laughs> and then we got a sequel series, for New Max. Adventures, it's called Batman Beyond. <laughs> yeah, and then there's another one called Batman Beyond. Well, Batman Beyond was technically the sequel so series is, to that, that. Well, you can you can technically say 92. that Batman: The New Adventures. That's true. Uh, is, what is it? Ninety-two. Wow. September fifth, nineteen ninety-two. Yeah, because I guess, it, I, guess yeah. I guess I did go to Universal when I was in high school. Because no, we I remember that because we had the ar argument which came first, Batman Returns or Batman the Animated Series. I was trying to figure out if it was Robin or Joker laying an egg. <laughs> when was first? So, anyways, yeah. um, get out. It's going to be <laughs> HBO Max. So does that mean that now Batman's going to kill people and Robin's going to say fuck all the time? Yes. No, because Batman already kills people in the movies all the time. What's going to suck Michael is... Michael Keaton kills like 40 people in the movie. I don't kill people. Andrade, I just blow them up while they're inside of a building. What sucks is... Gravity Andrea kills people. Andrea Romano is not going to be directing it anymore. And she was the one who directed most of those. She worked for a long time. Leave the woman I alone. Know. Let her go home. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Jeez. It's she, like, it's, it's, she can enjoy retirement. It's like Steven Spielberg every day calling Harrison Ford going, come on, do Indy 5. She's, no. got, a, she's got a ton of Emmys. She doesn't need to... Not an Emmy, she has a ton of everything. Oh yeah. Eric wore a damn tuxedo for her last day. Let that be her last day. She's the nicest woman in the world, too. But. I'm sure she is. But yeah, you're right. She I she mean, does interviews with other podcasts. Mm. Yeah. No, they can talk about it being a sequel, but I feel like it's more geared towards a reboot. Because I think it's more of like, hey, we're gonna have a Batman animated. Yeah, series. I think that's why we haven't had is. one in forever. They may do it in the same like. It'll be the same style, style or the same and thing. everything like that. Have the characters come because back. As many times as you keep making a CGI one, it doesn't work. No, yeah. I mean the last one that anybody liked was Batman Strikes or the Batman, I guess was called it. I think it's called mm. Batman Strikes when it's on DVD or whatever. Um, yeah, it's all those people that get HBO Max for free will love it. It's got to be better than the third season of Young Justice because, man, the beginning of oh it is so gosh. boring. <laughs> I said that. I we still remember. haven't gotten through that. <laughs> I don't remember who was at the store. But we were talking about that, and I said, you know, I've watched the I watched the first the first couple episodes of Young Justice Season 3. We watched it at Rich's once, and then mm -hmm. it was boring enough that when we watched it again, Rich swore we never watched it. <laughs> it took him three episodes before he realized, oh, wait, we have seen this. <laughs> That's how boring it is. And whoever it was, it might have been Brandon, was like, oh, thank God someone said that. I'm so afraid to say that out loud. I'm like, look, it's bad. It's just, oh, it's so it may bad. get better. I'm sure it does. But the beginning is not a way to restart a series. No. Yeah. If that was the right after season two, sure. Even though season two gives you the, that season the two series. was weird. Well, it's because the break was in the middle instead of, yep. it's like three seasons. There's a long first season, then the short second season and the short third season. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. Because all of a sudden you're there and it's like cool, and then you're like, hey, he's Nightwing. Yeah. What? Yeah. You know, and everybody it does else that weird. It does and, that weird time jump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's also hopefully it's there's more money in it because watching that that's that series Young Justice season three is cheap. Yes. I mean. Why do Megan and Connor talk to each other with telepath- telepathy? Because half the time they were animating them talking, their fucking mouths didn't move. There's another character they that can has leave, it. They can like leave a, that still sitting there. Yeah. And just <laughs> and his exactly. mouth's just not moving. He's just still sitting there staring at his cereal going, Megan, I got to go help these guys with the wolf in a motorcycle. <laughs> no, Connor, she's just flipping eggs or some crap. It's just like... it. Mm. it those those episodes do not make me want to watch the rest of that. No, it I doesn't. have HBO Max now. I could not care less to watch the rest of them, and it's a shame because I love the first two seasons. Yeah, I mean, I barely remember them. I think we watched them what twenty years ago. Yeah, it feels like it. We watched Welcome to Happy Harbor six hundred and forty five freaking times. <laughs> What's oh, the repeat God. this week? Welcome to Happy Harbor. At least show the rest of them. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, I remember we were, we used to get together to watch it, and we'd be like, again. <laughs> what are the new st- What are the new episodes going to start up? Boy, um, speaking about when something going to start up, Comic Con put out a not bl- this year, <laughs> next year. Comic Con put out a blog or a blog post this week. Comic Con uh, didn't. That's not an official. Song. That's not an official Comic Con thing. The STCC blog. Blog. I thought that was a, it's no. not official. Okay, so STC blog. They put have out, people that get a lot yes. of information. It put is out, not an official blog, so it's not official news. Put out. An article about if Comic Con and WonderCon are going to, you know, take place this year. You wouldn't see WonderCon at all. Well, WonderCon's even. supposed to be the end of March. So WonderCon yeah. is listed as the end of March, according to the according to the SDC or the the CCI website. But according to the Anaheim Convention Center yeah. website, they're not. This yeah. is something where they just they don't want to change the dates. I it's love how happening. the article said they quietly Anaheim Convention Center quietly removed WonderCon from their books. Mm-hmm. They didn't quietly. They just. It's they not going to happen. happen. Their books, yeah. they, the, everything that was on Hey, CCI, schedule. are you going to be able to put on a show? No convention can really No, okay, no, yeah. The Anaheim Convention Center has to follow the Orange County Health Code guidelines. Correct. And as of right now, they can't plan anything because they don't know when this is going to live. So everything is, there's nothing on yeah. the, 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 you know, Star Wars Celebration isn't on their website. No. Anything that was supposed to be D23 was supposed there, to be, yeah, wasn't D23 not, supposed to be this year too? Nobody knows anymore. Like, we don't remember. It's, it's, it's I saw the one that was like, it's 2021. Yeah. Like, 20201 is, is Jan Utemp member. Uh, <laughs> what? Jan Utemp member. Jan, Jan Temp member. <laughs> like, this is just a made up month because it's the same. You know, everyone's just like, 2021 is going to change our lives. Yeah, it's going to oh, change yeah. a whole lot of celebrities' lives because they're all dead. Yeah. Like 2020 is the worst de- worst year of death for celebrities, and 2021 is like, watch what I can do in three weeks. Um, so it, it's in where they said, like, we don't know what's going to happen with Comic-Con. We're not having Comic-Con. Yeah. This isn't ending no, anytime soon. They said that they, they there was talk that maybe Comic-Con would happen later in the year. But they're not going to move that to They no, moved C2E2 to the fall. Now, remember, yes. C2E2 is the last major con that actually happened. Correct. So they put it in the fall. We had MGM tell us that, hey, No Time to Die, we swear, is going to come out in October. We have no idea. Right. People can look at that. You can't hold Comic-Con in October. They're not going to. They're no. going to do a virtual Comic-Con again, and all yep. your tickets are going to go to 2022. Yep. I, I, would, still, I would never buy anything in faith that it's going to be. Well, no, if you already have it. Well, they, see, they, they so gave you the if option. You, if you had the 2020 tickets for it, it oh, automatically yeah, yeah. rolls you to 2021, or you could uh, give them okay, up. Okay. The 2021 ones. <laughs> the light just came on and freaked the crap out of those yeah. fish. So those tickets that ostensibly would have rolled over to 2021 
are going to roll over to 2022. They're yeah. saying that they may not even have be able to hold the Olympics again. Yeah, right. The the I think Japan doesn't want to hold the Olympics this year because they won't have fans. Right. You can hold the sporting event. We've, right. we've kind of shown oh, how sure. to do it, especially with the bubble and everything. I think you're going to. I've said for the last couple of months. I think you're going to hold the Winter Olympics and the and the Summer Olympics again. Yes. In two years. You hold them at the same time. Embrace that weird idea. That's one of the things with all these sports that I've talked about. What happened in the NHL for the bubble? What happened in the NBA uh-huh. with the bubble? And the weirdness of everybody playing on the same ice, of having games at 9 o'clock in the morning, of having a game that goes five, you know, four overtimes or whatever, five overtimes, you have almost three full games. Yeah. Moving another game from that same ice the same day to the next day. It's all bizarre. It's all crazy. Embrace that it's bizarre and crazy and different and hope you never have to do it again. Right. The NHL's playing a season. The Dallas Stars play their first game today because they were on the COVID list to start with. They didn't yeah. have enough players to actually well, play. Well, that's why, like, yeah, I, I so have tickets. saying that, the 2022 Winter Games would probably be able to be held. Move the Tokyo Games to 2022, just uh-huh. like they did in... You said 96. I think it's 96 is the last time that both of them had. I think that was Torino and yes. uh, Athens. Athens, I'm sorry. No, uh, that I'm, was uh, Atlanta. Atlanta, I was thinking, because 2000 was Sydney. Yes. So the, the Winter Olympics were in 96 and then 98 and then 2002, 2006. Right. Hold them together and just hold the Summer, the summer Olympics again two years later. Yeah. Hold it in 2024 in, what is it, Paris? Yes. Uh, or something? Because uh, LA yeah, is 2028. Yes. Um, I don't remember who won 2022. Uh, so just just move it. Oh, for Be- winter? Yeah, because it. I don't like to... If, look, if you want to hold an, an NHL season because you have an NHL season every year and you're not going to have fans, okay. Don't have the Olympics without fans. Don't have the Olympics held in Tokyo where people in Japan cannot go. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's just, that's ridiculous to me. Well, also, because you spent so much money building these arenas, yep. you want people to come so that they can spend money so you can actually yeah. recoup some of that well, money. Well, see, back. it's funny to me because if these were in LA, you might actually hold it this year simply because almost everything is built. Right. So you're not, that's one of the, the advantages to LA. That's the way they sold themselves. It's like, we don't have to build anything. Right. Everything you want to do is here. We're going to spend money to improve, improve it, but we're, we're going to, you know, it's yeah. Beijing 2022. Oh, wow. Really? Yes, that's right. Because I remember talking about that. It's like, there's no way that the Winter Olympic, the, the NHL is not going to let players to go play in China. Milan, Quartina oh, yeah, for winter, 2026. Right. For the winter, winter, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, just like, you know. What's the summer in 2022? 24. Uh, oh, good. So, you know, I mean, I, I have Guns N' Roses tickets from last summer that they're saying, you know, all that band's going to break up before they come out. <laughs> they announced that they're going that they're going to have start their 2021 tour, but they're only having in Australia and New Zealand. Yeah. And everybody got excited because they thought, okay, well, you know, we definitely are going to get our concert this year. Nope. No. The and reason that you can have it there is because COVID almost doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't. Everything in which, Australia is perfect. Which, fine. if I was Australia and New Zealand, I'd be like, let's <laughs> let's pump the brakes. We're good for now. Let's not have people travel here. Well, that's, they'll travel there, and they'll be in they'll, they'll be in quarantine, quarantine for two quarantine weeks, and they have to have four tests and all that stuff, and then everything and all their roadies and yep. all their whores and everything that's going to go with them. Um, the thing with the Guns and Roses thing, and my friend Doug was complaining about this, like it, they moved the venue. Yes. Like it was supposed to be at SoFi and it moved. It was supposed to be the first event at SoFi. And then yes, it, it was. moved to. Uh, was no, it was supposed Rose to be the Bowl? second. Taylor Swift was going to be the first. Yeah, well, it should have been the first. But it was like, it was like two days later. And I said the same thing. It should have been the first because Motley Crue was also supposed to play later that month. It was August. 
it was still all these events were taking place before the start of football season. How do you put Motley Crue in SoFi. Not enough people are going to show up to that. It was Mo- it was Motley Crue, Cinderella. Excuse me, Motley Crue, Death Leopard, not Poison. Still not getting any better. And somebody else. And it was Scorpions. <laughs> but it was supposed to be White like snake. their uh, big tour. You know, White like, Snake. <laughs> Kettle yeah, box. You, you had, they had Guns and Roses set for SoFi like two days after Taylor Swift because apparently Taylor Swift got the contract to be the first o- opening act there. Like I'm, uh, I'm, oh. Mm. Horses. <laughs> With the new stuff that she's singing, isn't she singing folk now? Yeah, yeah. Well, she won. Uh, no, it's uh, you're, so you're gonna open up. Uh, you're gonna open up sci-fi with sofi with wear a cardigan, yeah. get your mardigan, <laughs> whatever. Um, but she'll fill that stadium. Guns oh, yeah. Roses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is like Motley Crue? The top two sections will be closed. There's <laughs> <laughs> like, like ten thousand people there, just like yeah. This but is it, great. it was supposed to be their big re, you know, because remember they not they, too long ago they, they signed a contract. They signed a contract that they were going to retire, and then all of a sudden they did the dirt. Uh, they did a, They did some. They did some kind of little special, and they did the dirt movie. Their and biography then, movie. The biography movie. Wow. Biography, which is not—it's actually not bad. It's yeah, on know, Netflix. Yeah. Oh yeah, you did watch it. <laughs> we watched and it. then uh, wow. all of a sudden they came back and said, "No, we're going to come back from retirement." And they tore up the contracts and did this thing. Yeah, yeah it's I called the Eagles. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. <laughs> it's called Don Henley saying, "Hey, blew it all on coke and hookers." You guys want to get together? Don, we hate you. I got $40 million for you. Don, we love you. Well, Guns N' Roses, you know. Got Guns N' Roses isn't even the same band. I mean, the, the three main people are there. Buckethead. Are they? Yeah. Axel. Axel, Duff, and, and Slash. I thought Slash got replaced no. also. No. And they and they actually, the only one that didn't come back and then play on any of the tour, the original tour, was Izzy. They, Steven Adler came in and played drums for a little bit, but he can't play. I mean, he's had stroke and he's had, you know, so many drug problems that, you know, he's not, he can barely play Wait, the drums anymore. Drug problems? No. He, he can play it for like one lot. night. Not, not a rock star. Look, 70s and 80s rock star with drug problems? If no. the drummer from White, from White Leopard, from Def Leopard can play with one arm, he can play with a stroke? Come on. <laughs> Well, <laughs> Nikki Six died twice from heroin overdoses and came back. That's nothing. Keith Richards is technically dead. Saying, yeah. <laughs> He's been dead 45 times in the last 45 yep. years. It's funny you bring Keith Richards. I saw a meme the other day. It's like someone in like uh, drafting out a story that they're making for an ap- uh, like apocalyptic movie. It's like in the distance, you see Keith Richards rock- walking across a barren Keith wa- Richards and cockroaches. That's all that's left. <laughs> across a barren wa- wasteland. In the distance, a figure holding a sword that looks somewhat like Excalibur. Keith Richards says, Oi, who are you, mate? <laughs> and the figure responds, It's Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> Betty White is 99. 99. The two people that would be left, Keith Richards and Betty White. I didn't realize her and James Earl Jones celebrate the same birthday. Mm-hmm. He's 90, she's 99. Yeah. What's a weirder story is that Betty White was first considered for Darth Vader, but they decided to go for voice. <laughs> Because she had white in her name, and they were going with a dark, a black costume, so they yeah, decided. Like, you know, my brother Olaf is <laughs> whatever the name is. Where was she from? In, in uh, what was the village in, in uh, Golden Girls that she kept talking about? Saint Olaf. Saint, Saint, Olaf. Saint Olaf. That's yeah. what it was. It wasn't her brother. It was Olaf? Saint Olaf was the one. We lost uh, Hank. Uh, Hank Aaron. Hank. I almost said Hank Williams. That's it. Twenty twenty one's been pretty fun. 
Larry King died today. Larry King died. I honestly, I didn't realize he was still alive. You didn't? Nope. He was. He's been. No, I know, still doing a show. He too, was still yeah. doing a show. Yeah, no, I, I knew he was alive. The surprise. The surprising thing to me was how young he was. I yeah. thought he was older. Yeah. Than I thought he was older than eighty-seven. Too. I thought he was well over ninety. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Lasorda dies. He's yeah. one of those people again. The first person I saw that was like gone too soon. I'm like he's ninety-two. Calm yeah. down. <laughs> well, right now everybody that's pretty much passed away has been in their eighties and nineties. Uh, yeah. Hank Aaron, I think, might actually be the youngest of them. He was. He might have only been in his 70s. He was 80s or 90s. Yeah. He wasn't 90. He was in his 80s. He was in his 80s. I thought he was 87 too. That's old enough. But yeah, it's, yeah, there hasn't been like, you know, somebody sudden that's passed away. It wasn't like Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, when Chadwick Boseman Boseman was like way too young. Someone was 40, yeah. Because it was, I still kind of do it with someone with the Stan Lee one. Gone too soon. He was 93 or whatever. Like, he's not gone too soon. It's okay. 86. 86. Mm -hmm. Um, so he was the youngest one that's died so far. Yeah. Uh, but yes, it's, it's been a number of people. I I knew Larry King has been hospitalized since the end of December. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He had COVID too. So they don't have an official, uh, cause of death, but you know, COVID probably didn't help. Yeah. Um, all right. So (laughs) we're hitting on a downer again. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, hold on. Let's get the show back on track. Let's get rich drunk again. See All right, so make sure you check we us out. We should have a show where we just hold up like sentences <laughs> and see if we can do it. I still think we need to do the drunk show. We'll even give you. <laughs> just, we'll even give you a glasses. No, what we do is we give each other each other glasses with just pinholes and then hold up signs with sentences. <laughs> you have to try to read the sentence wearing the glasses with pinholes, <laughs> or you hold it up to your forehead and we have to, you know, okay. I hold it up and I have to try to guess the sentence or read the sentence. <laughs> I think yeah. I have to take my driver's license test or take the eye test again. I think I have to do it online. No, I got something. How do you do the eye test online? Yeah. I think, I think they give you up and it's timed or something. Uh, I don't know what it is. It said something about it. I got, I got the thing in the light. I have to do redo my license or whatever. I've mm. got to requalify or something like that. Just make sure you zoom in. Really. <laughs> A okay. B H D. And then you can't see D-O. it because you're zoomed in. And yeah. It's just one letter, and you're like, I don't know what letter a- this is. Hold on. G. <laughs> so make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> and Instagram as Nerdables. And on Twitter as Nerdables Show. For Chris, Ethan, and Mikey, I'm RA saying we'll talk to you next week. Stay alive. Next step, say next episode. Saint Olaf. <laughs>